Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with John Kanegi, CIO at Legacy Health. In this segment, Kanegi talks about how his team is leveraging a clinically integrated network to facilitate data flow throughout the system, the careful approach that must be employed when working with independent physicians, and what he believes is the biggest barrier in getting them to use a hosted EHR solution. HealthSystemCIO.com podcasts are sponsored by Improvada, the healthcare IT security company ranked number one by class for secure messaging and single sign-on. For more information, visit their website at Improvada.com. Hi, John. Thank you so much for taking some time to speak with us today. Sure. So to give our listeners and readers a little bit of background, can you talk a bit about Legacy Health? Yeah, I'm happy to. So Legacy Health is uh, headquartered in Portland, Oregon. It is the only uh, locally controlled managed health system in in Portland. Uh, as of June 1st, we now have seven hospitals with Silverton, Oregon, about an hour and a half south of Portland, uh, joining our, our system. But we have two anchor urban hospitals, Emanuel and Good Samaritan, three suburban and one rural hospital, and a children's hospital. And we were founded in 1875 with the Episcopalian community wanting a um, health system to serve them. And about 25 years later, the Lutheran community uh, had the same goal on the east side of uh, the main river that runs through Portland, the Willamette. And uh, we have been going strong since then. And uh, it's a great organization uh, local here to uh, Portland and southwest Washington. Okay. And looking at the, the clinical application environment, you have Epic in the hospitals? We do. All of our hospitals, of course, Silverton, which just became a part of, of us, we will be... Um, replacing five actual local EMRs with our Enterprise Epic solution. But yes, we have Epic, first went live in 2010, and have it across all of our clinics, all of our hospitals, uh, and we host it for local uh, physicians. Okay. And as far as the physicians, what is the mix there as far as owned or affiliated Oh, great question. Um, we are very much a community medical center, uh, so unlike an academic or Kaiser, which has much more of a group practice model, we have about 2,000 physicians on our medical staff, and about 500 of those are employed. More recently, we have formed a clinically integrated network, like many health systems, uh, one of our priorities that I'm working on right now. Uh, and that is made up of about about um, 2,000 members itself, a little a little shy of 2,000. Um, and again, our medical group forms uh, one of the four pillars of that uh, clinically integrated network. Uh, the others being adult specialty, uh, adult primary care, and pediatrics. Okay. So yeah, that that's definitely something that's starting to pop up more and. How early of the stages are you in at this point with the Clinically Integrated Network? We're in our second year, so we formed it. Calendar year 2014 was sort of a strategy setting. 2015 was the first year, um, including having um, formation year, and this year, 2016, is second full year in operation. Okay. What are kind of the, uh, the immediate priorities with that? I think um, 
I, uh, it's a great question. I think um, information is a big one. I'm hesitating because I don't want to sound so self-serving, but, but um, really a clinically integrated network. If you think of clinical integration, that really is going to be the free flow of information. Um, that's going to be things like a common um, set of quality measures and goals and objectives. Uh, the clinically integrated network will also be on the health market as a as a practice, as a as a group um, for insurance or direct to employer contracting. And so, a number of um, a number of formational uh, issues. So, some of its um, key goals were uh, what they called under the rubric of citizenship goals. That was uh, being trained, going to uh, orientation meetings, participating in um, a, a governance function or other. Uh, and so, there are a lot of uh, formational goals for that. But a huge opportunity there is the clinical data integration from you know, multiple disparate EMRs uh, to work together for the betterment of patient care of the community. Who are the other organizations that are involved? Uh, just other uh, hospitals or, or uh, practices in the area? It's all practices. So Legacy is the anchor health system. We call it Legacy Health Partners. So it is um, our hospitals and our medical group um, but uh, as I said, the other four pillars are community physicians uh, who are not employed by Legacy. They may be part of other clinically integrated networks, so we don't we don't require exclusivity. Portland is a highly competitive healthcare marketplace with four dominant players um, and uh, a, a number of of medium-sized insurance companies. We don't have any uh, for-profit hospitals in the area or the really large national insurers, but a lot of local, um, a lot of local insurance and um, a large presence of Kaiser Permanente. Um, and so physicians really have a lot of choice in where they go, but they're also, um, many of them are, are all comers when it comes to insurance. And so, we don't require an exclusivity to join our, our, our group or become employed. This is not a, a subtle way of, of growing an employed physician base. It really is our mission of being a community hospital system and working with community physicians who, you know, as long as they desire to be independent, that's great. And, uh, this is just a different way in which we can participate. You know, it's interesting. I've been a CIO at a number of organizations, mm -hmm. and I would say that this is the first organization where, probably not a day. I don't want to. I don't want to be accused of hyperbole, but every other day, I'm thinking about how our strategies impact the independent physicians mm -hmm. and how we can exchange data more effectively. How we can provide them better services. Um, we have a, a very strong outreach program under IS Governance. One of our subcommittees that uh, works under IS Governance is our Community Systems Governance, and um, all about uh, attempting to provide best care and, and a strong level of support for our affiliated physicians. Right. Yeah, it's just becoming a, a huger part of the picture as your organization, I'm sure, focuses more more on population health and uh, bringing that into the fold. 
Well, exactly. And what's more complicated about that, obviously, you know, we're we're crossing um, organizational boundaries, legal boundaries. These are, you know, doctors' offices are generally for-profit, uh, small enterprises. Um, we are clearly crossing technical boundaries with multiple EMRs. And what's interesting is we, Legacy Health, along with every other health system, certainly after the high-tech act was passed and the incentive program for meaningfully using a, a certified EHR. We actually started our journey before that um, and uh, have been uh, pretty advanced in the use of uh, healthcare information technology. But we had this goal as an organization to put all of our systems into an integrated uh, EPIC platform, but a, basically a... Um, an integrated system with the patient at the center and spent $100 million and uh, about uh, two and a half years in um, designing, building, testing, training, configuring, and then launching the system, uh, which, which itself uh, replaced two major uh, electronic health records as well as multiple different um, subsystems, and we had this journey to really bring it all together. And when you finish the implementation, really then, that's the start of uh, this wild ride. But yeah. you begin with, um, with uh, optimization and all that, and, you know, knock comes on the door saying, that was great, and, you know, thanks for doing it, um, or, or, or barely, <laughs> uh, maybe not even a thank you, just, okay, here's what's next. We need you to integrate that data across NextGen, Centricity, Clinical Works, uh, Sage, Energy, <laughs> like, oh, all right, um, you know, you're welcome for getting HIMSS Stage 7 across all of our clinics and hospitals. Now what's next? So the, the whole, as you mentioned, the, um, the whole drive into population health and basically working within a very complex healthcare ecosystem, it's all of that requires a high level of EHR adoption and use, and um, it's it's funny how uh, you know I find it ironic that you know we literally finished this 20-year pathway in our industry towards uh, system integration and and uh, suites of uh, applications, whether that's provided by Epic or Cerner or Meditech, um, and and now it's like okay, well you're going to have to work very effectively across this very complex. Uh, ecosystem where we don't own or manage or control all the moving parts. Yeah. Yeah, and when you talk about that, I am sure that that's where things like the, the clinically integrated network come into play, but really being able to, to engage with those physicians and take the approaches that are needed to be able to integrate the information without trying to force the hand too much in economics mm -hmm. is something that gets a little tricky. Yes. Yes, and there's the tricky technologically, but there's also the tricky politically yeah. because I think it's overly stated how uh, physicians at times don't trust the hospital system <laughs> that, they, mm -hmm. that they are part of, and um, we go at great lengths to really make this physician choice. And obviously, we at Legacy have 
a couple stories to tell because we are also hosting for the physician community if they want to be part of our epic. We don't make a profit on that. It's just a, it's an interesting uh, message, and you filter it based on your perspective. So if you have less of a trusting uh, relationship or paradigm with the hospital, and the hospital is just trying to take you over or overly dictate your practice goals, then you're going to be more skeptical of a program like Connect, Epic Connect, which we call Legacy Epic for affiliated providers, and be more resistant to that. Or, or here, you know, we want to connect with you if you're on uh, NextGen or eClinicalWorks. We want to integrate using High Tech Act standards, or certainly the HIE standards that continue to grow under the federal uh, certification of EMRs, and um, or you can join part of our our, uh, our Epic, and that at times is seen skeptically. We're very excited about Epic. It has made a big difference at our organization, but um, that kind of sales, well, you're selling it, and is there a conflict of interest in working with us as an independent physician with our own EMR when you're also a competitor? You know, you're a provider of of collaborative services, but you're also a competitor to my EMR. We really aren't, of course, because um, we're not a for-profit organization. Um, uh, and we really go at length to explain, you know, we're with you however you want to be. Now, of course, if you're not on an integrated platform, that's not going to be as seamless for the exchange of patient information as it is if you share one patient record. So there's a little bit of education in terms of what's possible through integration. Frankly, if you're on one epic to another epic, it's not the same as being um, on a a completely shared record. You know what I mean? So there's still a lot of exchange between our epic and other epics and other EMRs, but um, that's the nature of where we are as as an industry right now. Yeah. And then you've had a a fair amount of interest in uh, the, the hosting program? We have. We have. I think the biggest barrier the biggest barrier is switching from a different product. And so uh, I, I would say proudly that Oregon as a state, certainly Oregon region, um, the physicians in this area have been fairly early adopters of electronic health records. Of course, that makes some sense because centricity, which was medical logic, was founded here in Portland. And a number of physicians adopted it um, early on. It was really a significant class winner uh, for small size practices, um, you know, a decade ago, and a um, lot of adoption of EMRs. And so, um, and then of course, High Tech Act encouraged more physician offices to do that. Um, we have some IPAs that host uh, electronic health records for uh, physicians who want to become members. Um, so there was a high penetration of EHR, and switching is bo- both a psychological and a technological and an information barrier, but, um, but there's a lot of interest. We, we have a goal, ultimate goal of trying to get 500 uh, community physicians on our electronic health record. We're now, um, I think we're, we're, we're more than 200, um, and we have some really unique offerings, too, we can, we can touch on. Um, and and who, who's having those conversations uh, as far as, uh, you know, w- with those clinicians? What, what type of um, uh, setup do you have or uh, 
as far as doing that outreach? Yes, yeah, a great question, and it continues to evolve. Um, yeah. Right now, I actually think it's a really smart division of labor is the the clinically integrated network, which I said earlier we call Legacy Health Partners. They have uh, field advisors who are um, interacting with our uh, physician members of the clinically integrated network. And those field advisors are, uh, well, a couple of them are have become specialists in talking about our program and um, working with the practice to see, is this right for you? What does it mean? Uh, what are the costs? What do you have to have? How would we do it? But all of them, all the field operations advisors, are well trained in our program, and they're really the they're the they're the uh, in the office uh, marketing arm, you know, sort of sales and marketing. And then we have a separate department within our IS division that provides all the uh, customer service, so the build, the support, the cutover and implementation uh, training and uh, ongoing optimization. So uh, we have a, a, a fairly large 25-person department that uh, supports uh, our physicians. Okay. The overall program for Legacy is jointly managed by our chief medical officer, who, who has the strategic accountability for our physician engagement strategies, and then I, the SCIO, who have responsibility for the the uh, technology and system integration and all that. Okay. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.